there is no one right way to do things online. There never has been. And today on the Music Teachers Expand online podcast, I'm going to help you make sense of what online can do for your music studio and music teaching business. Hi, I'm Jamie Slesky, and this is episode 288 of the Music Teachers Expand Online Podcast, the only podcast dedicated to helping independent and passionate music teachers create impact and income online. Now, you're not going to create that impact and income if online doesn't make sense. So we're going to figure out how to make online truly, truly work for you today. There are three elements of online that we are going to discuss. The first one is the marketing and sales. The first one is the marketing side. The second one is the nurturing and sales side. And the third one, which is the one where I actually probably spend the most amount of time, is in the servicing your students side of things. Let's start with the marketing side. Marketing is a huge umbrella. And there are probably 20,000 different coaches who are going to tell you how to market online. What I'm going to say is that marketing online can expand as things become easier, as you test things out, as things work. One thing that we want to be doing on social media is posting and engaging. Organic marketing is level one. Level two is getting into content marketing. Level three is getting into paid marketing. Again, level one is to post and engage. And the reason why we want to be posting and also engaging is so that you will begin to build community because community is what we use in order to nurture and sell online. That is the next thing that we need to make sense of online. It is true that you can do nurturing and selling without an email list. But I think that growing an email list and nurturing people through email is a tried and true method. And it is something that really works well for music teachers. There are a lot of things that we can use email marketing to leverage as opposed to nurturing solely in your social media DMs. The DMs are a really cool element of social media because they are kind of the bridge between marketing and nurturing and selling. It is where we go from, hey, we're kind of sort of seeing each other to, hey, we're having a conversation. Oftentimes, a DM is the first conversation. You could absolutely go from your marketing straight into a sales call. But I find that people are a little bit apprehensive and they want to like test the waters a little bit more and a little bit more and a little bit more so that we can shower them with empowering information so that they can say, yes, I want to learn from you, this music teacher who has already given them so, so much. 
inside of this nurturing and sales element, we are going to use ConvertKit, our email marketing tool of choice. I have that linked up in the show notes. If you have not signed up for ConvertKit yet, do it. There is a free trial. And if you are like, I'm not quite ready for this, you can actually downgrade to their free option, which does prevent you from being able to use the automations, but you can still send all of the broadcast messages that help to nurture and build that relationship to grow to the sales call and the offer and all of that. Now, these two elements, marketing and nurturing and selling, that could be where you stop. That could be as far as you want to go because you want to service all of your clients in person, not so fast. Servicing your clients in person is awesome, but that doesn't mean that you can't still use online tools to streamline your business operations, to streamline your scheduling, to streamline your billing and homework and those kinds of things. That's a way for you to use online and make it make sense for your studio and make your business run smoother. Of course, I am encouraging you to fully expand online by offering some level of online programming. This could be private lessons. This could be group programs. This could be digital products and membership sites and workshops and, of course, courses. All of those other than the private clients are what I would consider one-to-many opportunities. Making sense of online for one-to-many opportunities means that we have to break down online into several manageable components. You may or may not have a website. It may or may not work the way you want it to. You may or may not have some online method of taking payments right now or online method of delivering assets and videos and whatever it is. I don't know where you're at with those distinct things. When you are servicing your students online, the goal, and I'm going to say this a couple of times, the goal is to make it work for your students. Make it as easy as possible for the students to do what they need to do from a transactional point as well as receiving your product, your service, your material. We don't want students to have to jump through hoops. In general, let's make sure that we are tying the payment for the product as close to the tool we are using to deliver that product. If you are creating digital products that people download, then you're going to choose a set of tools that make it easy for someone to make a payment and to download that product. If you're doing a live group program or workshops where people pay in advance of the specific date that they are getting this learning or accessing that live session, we want to make sure that they get access to whatever you need them to have access to in a timely manner. But because they're paying in advance, it doesn't have to be instantaneous. You can use email to deliver things. You can set things up in a way that works so that they can get the access they need when they need it, which is not right away. 
Now, when we are selling a course, if that course is evergreen, meaning always available to start, we want to make sure that immediate access is granted, that the process for them to access that course material is nearly instantaneous. But this is going to be different than the digital product, which they only need to access once with a course. They're going to have to access it many times over in order to get what they want out of that course. And not to complicate things, but I'm going to say it anyway, we want to make sure that any additional access points to you or to a community or to anything else are done in a way that it's easy for your students to locate without having to send you an email or without sending you a DM. We want it to be easy. That means that whenever someone is paying, okay, that end of that sales process brings them straight into a student or client onboarding process so that they feel supported as an online student of yours. They feel supported throughout the servicing process. Let me recap. Online doesn't have to be complicated. I mean, I'm not talking about all the tools, all the widgets, all the AI, all of those things. No, right now, the most important thing about online is to create your action plan. How are you going to market? What does nurturing look like? How are you going to sell your products and services? And how are we going to service these students? When we have those three things figured out, we have made sense of online for your studio. I encourage you to grab a piece of paper and map it out. Map out what it looks like in the next six weeks. Map out what it's going to look like six months from now. And even map out what you want things to look like a year from now. Once we start these three areas of online, we can expand. We can go and find more tools and use more of the online assets that are at our fingertips and expand even further. So many of the music teachers that I have spoken with over the past few months have gotten stuck in one of these three places. Let's get you unstuck. Let's make this make sense for you and your studio. Everything that you have online is going to either fall into one of these categories or fall into the next level of online. So go and write it out. Say, okay, I am using Facebook. That goes into my marketing. I'm using ConvertKit. That goes into nurturing and selling. I have a WordPress website. Where does that go? Does that fall into marketing? Does that fall into selling? Does that fall into servicing? Or does that fall into a fourth bucket that is, I'm really not sure exactly how I'm using this and I better think about it again. We're trying to make sense and streamline and organize so that you can truly leverage online to grow your studio and fulfill your online dreams. The goal of today's episode was to look at what you currently are using and doing and make sense of it so that you can move forward and make that plan to get out of paralysis and truly leverage the power of online. 
Thank you for hanging out with me. I would love your feedback on this episode. Hit me up over on Instagram. I'm at Jamie Slutsky and I will have a new episode for you next week.